Nova Metzia, Perak Base, Mishnah Base 2-2. The previous Mishnah started out by asking the question, when you find something, which of the kind of things are you allowed to keep and which of the things you have to announce? Meaning you have to find the owner and do the mitzvah Hashava Saveda. So our Mishnah starts out with that second point, the Elohai of the Chachris. The following are items which if you find them, you have to announce them, meaning you have to find the right flow owner if you can. And the rationale for all these is the same, like I said in the previous Mishnah. It's because you have to assume that the person who lost it has not given up hope yet of finding it. Therefore, it still belongs to him. And how would we decide whether or not the person has given up hope of finding it? The answer is, if it has sim on him, if it has some way of being identified. If it does, then the person will not give up hope. He'll say, I'll be able to identify it and get it back. That being the case, if you find the following things, you have to announce them because they have a simon. And we'll see in the Mishnah, there are different kinds of simonim. Some simonim are simonim goof. The actual thing is got something unusual about it, so that will be the identifying feature. But sometimes you could have um, something less um, qualitative, like you could have something quantitative, like the, the number of items or the um, the weight of it or the size of it. Um, you could also have um, the makom, the place in which it was placed, um, could be a simon also. So let's see the mission inside. The Mishnah says, Ve'elu v'hachriz, The following things, if you find them, you have to announce them, trying to find their owner. Matzah peros bakli o kli kamoshu. If you find fruit, or peros often just means, you know, um, grain, any kind of produce, in a container, or just a container by itself, the assumption is that a stam kli yeshbo simon, that a generic utensil has an identifying feature. Again, in the time of the Mishnah, things were not uh, identical tupwares one of the other. Each person was hand, things were handmade, and um, they're breakable, and therefore they had sort of um, idiosyncratic features about them. So the point is, if you find um, something in a container, or the container by itself, since the container can be safely assumed to have some kind of idiosyncrasy, making it having a simon, you have to announce it, and the person would identify their particular container. Um, if you'll ask, I understand the container. How do you know I have to give back the contents of the container? Maybe that doesn't have a clean, it's just generic grain, so it doesn't um, have a clean and would need to be returned. The answer is that was, if you recall from the previous Mishnah, when I read the Pesukim, I said that besides for saying you have to return anything that your brother lost, it gives specific examples of a, a shore, a seh, a chamor, and a simla. So those will come teach us different things. And the chamor, the donkey, comes to teach us that if you find a donkey, and it's a generic donkey that has no simon, let's call it, but it has on it an ukaf, it has a saddle, and the saddle um, is a clean and has some sort of identifying feature. The point is, if you find the donkey wearing the saddle, and the person who lost it can identify the saddle, you give back not just the saddle, but the donkey with it. That teaches you here also the same thing, you'll give back not just the container, but the container with the food inside it as well. And if you'll ask, if the first part of the mission says, um, Peros Bukli, food inside a container, um, and because of the identifying feature of the container, you have to give the food as well. Why teach the Kli Kamoshu, the container by itself? And the answer is that the, really, the Mishnah is sort of teaching like Lozu Vafzu. It's not necessary, but it's um, speaking it anyways. Or if you find Maos Bakis, you find money inside uh, like a container of money, like a, a wallet or something. Oh, Bakis Kamoshu, or you find just a plain old wallet, that kind of thing, or a bag. So then again, you have to return it. The idea is that the kiss, the container that has the money, like the, the purse or the wallet, um, is uh, like another clee. It's handmade. It, it has some sort of idiosyncrasy to it, and therefore it has a simon. Same goes now, if you find tzibure peros. You find a pile of food. Now here, the food itself has no particular simon because every 
wheat kernel looks the same, every apple kernel looks the same. The point is, if it's savur, if it's been placed in a pile, so that means it's been not derech nafil, it didn't fall somewhere like in the previous mission of like, you know, like Maos and Paris that were mufuzar, that were scattered. Here, um, it's been placed down, and it, therefore the place in which it's put, the makom, is a seminal to itself. So if a person says, yes, um, I put down my, you know, my, my sack of wheat, but it was you know, leaning against the date tree or something. So then the date tree would be the simon to identify the sack of wheat, and therefore that would be a makom. So if it's been placed down in a way it's identifiable, that would be a simon of a simon of a makom all to itself. Um, and the truth is, even if you put it in like a public place where people are traffickers going, people don't step on food. They walk around it, so the place would stay where it is. Same goes with tziburi maos, like a pile of money. Same idea. It's in a specific place, there's a, there's a simon of the makom, the place, and that would be sufficient um, to identify it. Or if you have shlosha matbaos zeal gavze. Here you have three coins stacked on each other, like in like a particular formation, so it's like, like a pyramid-type formation. The point is, that tells you these, these three coins were stacked, um, and presumably they were stacked in this way. There's three of them. So now, even if the tour poskins... Um, even if you don't have a particular place, but there you can just identify the number, there were three in that stack, or four in that stack, so then um, that would also be considered to be a simon, and therefore where do you find the stack of money in a particular configuration, so then um, you'd have to announce it, because the person who loses it can announce that I lost money stacked in this way, and that would be a simon. Rosh seems to learn you need to give both the number and the location, but the tour, well, I guess Allah is like probably, says the number alone would be sufficient. Krichos yachid. If you have like um, sheaves that have been bound together, like of wheat, but they're in a here bershusa yachid doesn't mean specifically someone's private property. To the contrary, if you find something in someone's private property, you can't touch it because it's not lost. It's theirs. Um, but if the point here is that you find it in not bershusa rabim, meaning there's no traffic really um, here, therefore there's no reason to think people would have trampled on it and made it lose its its simon um, or location. So then um, that would be. Um, the location or the way in which it was tied could be a simon and that would be sufficient to require it to be announced. Viki Karashil Balhabais, in contrast to the previous mission where we had bread that came from the bakery, which was all exactly the same. If it's homemade bread, so each loaf of bread is a little different, made with love and care, and the person who made it could identify exactly how they, you know, put the sprinkles or do the braiding or whatever the story is. Vigize Tsimer Halakuchos Mebesa Uman. Uh, everyone who shears their wool gives it to the the dyer, who will then dye it all. Okay, let's say, if, even if everybody wants the same blue wool, and there's you know dozens of these, um, you know, outside of the dyer's house, there's you know dozens of these containers, sacks of wool that have been dyed blue. And the point is, the assumption of the mission is that the person doing the dyeing wants to make sure that they don't get mixed up um, one person's wool with the next because everyone's wool is a little different in terms of quantity. And therefore, they would sort of tie the edge of it in some sort of idiosyncratic, recognizable way, like with a different you know, different kind of knot. Think about the way, you know, when you everyone brings their white shirts, um, which are sort of identical, let's say, to the dry cleaner, but the dry cleaner um, puts, like, staples your initials into the shirt to know who belongs to which shirt. Um, so the same idea here... Um, the you know the wool would have some kind of identifying feature. So if you find this wool, you could basically go back to the dyer and say, "Listen, I found wool with this knot. Please look in your notebook which who it belongs to, and they could be identified or or something like that." Okay. Also, kadeyain vikade shemen. If you find a jug of wine or a jug of oil, against again the person who makes the jugs 
you know, puts their stamp in it or something. So the jug has some idiosyncrasy, has some sort of way to be identified. And therefore, if you find a jug or, or of wine or oil, again, you have to announce it. They'll be able to identify their stamp. Um, worthy of note, says the Gemara, if it's, you know, some guy's uh, winery and he's 100 jugs that are the same, which he sells to the local, you know, shops to have to sell his wine or whatever, if it's in the season and there are lots of the same jugs circulating, that would not be a simon. But the assumption here is that it's not in like a season where there's lots of identical jugs floating around, and therefore the private jug of this private person would be a, a feature that would be a simon to allow him to get back his jug of wine or oil. And therefore all the things we listed in the Mishnah, hare elu chayv l'hachriz, those are the things you need to announce. I'm putting up a note or something to find out who the rightful owner is, let him give his simonim to get his lost object back.